Well, friends, after what has been a doozy of a phase, I find myself in the beginning stages of another major life transition. My kids have both left home. After a 20-year process of raising the people into adulthood, <laughs> my husband and I are back together again. Just the two of us. <laughs> Holy crap. I try to remember myself from before, and I can't. Like, motherhood, just like a lot of other stops along the way, has changed me for sure. So here's what I have for you today, my friend. It's a lesson in transitions. When life reaches a transition point, as it most certainly does, it's really important to pause, to take a little time to digest and assess the last phase and set some intention for the next one. Most people don't do this. They just plunge right on in. I've done this before too. And whoa, whoa, let's take some time together to do some transition work today, like right now. Okay. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to Takeout Therapy, a podcast for people who are trying to be their best selves, but maybe need a little more information about it all. I'm Rebecca Hunter, a therapist and anxiety specialist, doling out the information, latest research, and of course, a little advice here and there. If you've got less than 20 minutes and a good sense of humor, you will find this discussion helpful. This isn't therapy, it's self-help at its finest. Let's get to work. Alrighty then. So I've been raising kids for 20 years, married for 24. And while it's been fun and there's been a ton of love and joy, of course, so much good stuff. It's also at times been a lot. Did y'all know it's kind of hard to stay married while we're wrapped up in child rearing? Uh, yeah, that's a whole other conversation. If I had to be honest, and I do because I am, I will say it's been a real shit show at times, frankly, a huge personal growth and healing project. When you have kids, you kind of have to heal your crap, a total annihilation of my previous self into this like mother. And now what? Well, that's a role in a major transition right now for me which is awesome and terrible all at one time. What will I do with myself? She wonders. Okay, so yes, life is full of transitions. And I really want to walk you through how to process and be present and available for it all. Is it going to be easy? No. Transitions in life are hard. And can we just acknowledge that there are a load of hard transitions that have happened and continue to happen with this damn pandemic? We're in it. Okay, we're in it. Now we're in lockdown. Oh, we're coming out of it. Now we're out of it. Oh, shit. Now we're back in it again. So yeah, we're all shifting constantly. And we can use what I'm going to talk about today to help us with the various transitions we're going to have to make along the way. Because it ain't over, my friend. Not in the least. The thing is, and what I should tell you first, is that most people don't stop to do an assessment at any point in a transitional time, right? Well, not a self-assessment anyway. And I want to let you know that moving through your life at warp speed and acting like it's all good, that can cause us a lot of suffering. It's just unintentional living. 
It's okay to take some time for yourself and pause. It's actually a really smart thing to do. So figure out for yourself how you are doing as you begin any transition, like what's been helpful in your life, what's been working out really well for you, and what's not been working for you. Like what needs to change with this new incoming phase of life? This helps us move with so much more intention. So a good place to start is you. And then you can set some intention about how you'd like to handle the next phase of life. Does that make sense? This is where journaling really comes in handy. Just asking questions and answering questions on paper has a huge impact. But here's a deal like ending relationships, moving jobs and homes, dealing with loss. And yes, the empty nest phase are all big life transitions, folks. And if we just head on in without a lot of forethought or insight, we might end up making things harder than they need to be. So what do we do about all this newness, right? What about this unfamiliar place in life that we find ourselves in? Well, once you understand where you're at, you can set some intentions about how you handle all the new. Let me help you by giving you some just general rules to follow when it comes to handling any transition, whether it be good thing or not so much, right? And this will help me too, because as I venture into my transition, this will remind me of things to keep in mind. So hang with me here. <laughs> I'm doing the work with you. I think the most important piece of wisdom I'm going to give us both is this. Expectations are nothing but a problem. I have no idea how this next part of life is going to go. But if I set myself up by planning out how it's going to go in the way I sometimes do, then for sure I'm screwed. It was funny dropping my youngest off at school last week. We drove a thousand miles to get there and then unloaded all of his stuff into his dorm room. And that was that. Like, he was ready to start his new life without us, without me. <laughs> he did not want me to help him get set up like all the moms post on their Instagram. He wanted us to release him. Ugh, shit. That was not what I expected. There were a lot of tears from this mama because I had to set, I had totally set up this fantasy of taking the cute pictures in front of the big college signs and organizing things in the dorm room, even though not once in this son's life had I ever been invited to organize anything. <laughs> so in this next part, in this next phase, I'm going to pay attention to when my expectations are running the show and the actual reality of life is not being seen, accepted, or experienced. Because like when we're in a transitional time, it's kind of like a little adventure, friend. Are you open to all the possibilities? Can you let go of a little control and meet up with life as it is? That's going to be my main focus over the next few weeks. So I'll let you know how it all goes. See how it all goes. See how it all is, right? See how it feels. Which brings me to the next helpful nugget I have for us both today. Our feelings belong. 
There's no need to fake anything that's not true, my dear. Transitions are really wonderful and beautiful and sometimes not. Sometimes they're really hard and sometimes they're both. The thing is, is that humans don't like change because to be honest, change is loss, right? Whether it be the loss of certainty or loss of a person in our daily lives or like a simple change of routine. Even if you're leaving a job you hate, it's still sometimes hard to go, right? It's weird. Welcome to human land where we keep the same dysfunctional crap going on in our lives sometimes, literally just to avoid change. Ugh, let's not do that anymore. Let's just learn to transition. So you're going to have a lot of feelings in the course of change, a lot of emotion, and none of this is wrong. I had a nice deep conversation with my kid on the drive last week. He was talking, he was actually griping about a girl that had posted on Instagram crying in her dorm room. It was just totally baffling and like kind of offensive to him that somebody who'd worked so hard to achieve this amazing thing in their life was sad. He just couldn't relate because he was so excited and happy. Yeah, this is so common, this belief that because something is good, in our lives, we should just be happy. Like it seems pretty simple, right? No, it's not simple. We're anything but simple. I had this amazing opportunity to teach my son and remind myself that even in wonderful situations, there can also be sadness and profound loss. Even in really difficult transitions, there can be excitement and joy and it all belongs. So if you're in transition and you feel all pressured to feel a certain way, ditch that and just feel how you feel. And frankly, most of the time, I'll just be honest, the pressure that people feel to feel a certain way comes from themselves. So there's the good news. You can just change that. I cried one minute and was so stoked to have my house to myself the next, <laughs> right? In this transition, I'm happy and I'm really bummed. I'm worried and I'm ready. Like it all belongs. It's, it's mine to experience all of this emotion. It's ours. And it doesn't make you emotional or too sensitive or any of that bullshit to feel it all. My friend, don't get caught up in that trap. Let's fearlessly feel our lives educate the people around you who don't understand that they can do that too. So I will tell you, my son cried when we left just a little tiny bit, but he totally put on his sunglasses indoors to hide it. Ha, gotcha, kid. I warned him beforehand that while I was absolutely stoked and excited for him, I would also be crying. And that's that. And he was cool with it. I even put a picture of it on my social media because it was so cute. I love that kid. Okay. So one more thing. In, train, in change and transition, people get very other focused. Like, I might have totally picked a fight with John over his offensive semantics at our celebratory empty nester dinner. <laughs> Maybe I needed an outlet, a focus for my very confusing emotions, right? Well, that was the worst celebration dinner ever. In any case, I remembered another important thing about transitions. 
the safest way to get through transitions is to stay in your own lane, my friend. We don't want any traffic accidents like focus on you. You know what I mean there? What do you feel? What do you need? What can you do for yourself that will honor this time in your life and you? But so many people don't do this. They're very busy focusing on the other people, the other people and what they're doing and how they're behaving and how they're not behaving the way. Yeah. Well, it's way easier to focus on the people around us and how they're really making the whole thing harder on us, right? It's best to stay present with ourselves when we're in transition. Breakups are a decent example here. A lot of people that are going through a breakup are really really focused on the other person during that transition. And what happens is that while they can correctly identify how the other person is impacting their experience and making it harder on them, they can't usually identify what's happening for them, like how they're doing or what they need or what they're doing to manage their own transition. It's hard to identify with how we are feeling and what we actually need when we're really focused on the other person. So stay in your own lane. And I will too. And John will be happy. (laughs) He will thank us both. I will look after myself right now. I'm going to figure out what's going to be best for me. I will not people please or attend a bunch of social crap because people expect me to right now. I'm actually going to do the opposite. I'm of course heading to nature next weekend by myself for a retreat for some reset and regroup time to nurture and love myself. I will be bringing tasty food and some of my favorite comfort items. So this is going to help me get super situated in my own lane, in my own experience of this transition and my own life. I'm going to need a bit of space to get my feet under me. You know, that's just totally my personality. And just a side note, that staying in your own lane will literally keep you sane at times in your life. Give it a try for what, for like just one day of regular life, not transition life. Just if it's not your problem, don't worry about it. Don't fix it. Don't suggest a solution. Oh my gosh, the freedom, right? You do you. That's a much easier project, frankly. (laughs) So I hope these three ideas I ran through will be helpful for you in your next transition. Losing your expectations and being open to the adventure that transition holds. Allowing all the feels to be part of the picture. And focusing on and managing your own transition path. These can be great intentions as we set forth into new territory. We can come into the next phase with a fierce and centered awareness of what is up, right? That's what I'm going to do. And hopefully today's podcast gave you some ideas about how to handle your next transition. It should be coming soon (laughs) because if we can be sure of anything in this life, it's that change is coming, my friend. And you and me, We're going to be just fine. I'll be right here here with you doing the work. Before you go, I just want to let you know that I'm getting a lot of calls and emails lately from people needing help with anxiety, and I hear ya. 
therapists are getting really busy right now. And while I can't work with every single anxious person in person, I can still help you. You don't necessarily need therapy to deal with your stress level. I can understand why you would think that therapy and medication are the only options at some level because that's mental health stigma hard at work. But it's just not true that medication and therapy are the only helpful options for every person with anxiety. That would never work because we can't all fit into that model, right? Enter self-help, my favorite first line of mental health improvement. Back to Calm is my custom design online self-help program to help people get back to a place in life that feels good, totally in your control. So stay stuck or get going. Those are your choices. Getting help earlier rather than later is a good idea. Just be open-minded about how that's going to look for you during this time. Check out my website for more information about Back to Calm. The link is in the show notes, of course. It's RebeccaHunterMSW.com. Back to Calm is a perfect place to start to heal and get your life under control. Okay, I hope you found today's episode helpful. Here's the deal. I'd like to get rid of some of the stigma around mental health, and this is how I'm doing it. You can join me by leaving a review, sending an episode along to a struggling friend, or even subscribing. Any of those choices would be so exciting, my friend, because then you and I, we would be helping more people. Let's do that. If you want to work with me, visit me at RebeccaHunterMSW.com and you can see all the fun things I'm up to. Don't forget, I'm an anxiety specialist. So if that's your jam, it's my jam too. Way to show up today. <laughs>